Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. fire, and only the greatest warriors and their deadliest enemies emerged from the flames. Who are you? Nobody. I'm still. I can feel it. The dice are rolling. <laughs> he was the one they called mad. But he's just a raggedy man. But to those whose lives hung in the balance. Where's the waiting ones? Waiting for what? Waiting for you. He was the one they called hero. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Now, Mad Max is back in Beyond Thunderdome. Turner, Mad Max, Beyond Thunderdome. Hello and welcome to Smirsh Pod 3, the podcast that relights the fire of 80s action movies and celebrates the decade where the explosion was king. It was, wasn't it? Mm. Everyone's nodding. Uh, this week we'll be heading to Barter Town to do some rough trading with a lady who's not for Tina Turnering. Nice. It's good, isn't it? There'll be pigs, wigs, and belly aches until we find out who actually runs the place. Yes, it's Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. And joining me to enter the Thunderdome is a master and blaster of my very own <laughs> comedy writer Sarah Morgan. Hello. And comedian William Andrews. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming in. It's an absolute pleasure. So, Will's done homework. He's Will's got like done notes. Five pages of printout. Yeah, I mean, I do have done a lot of. I have done a lot of work. Oh, yeah. You've spent a lot of time in the Thunderdome. Well, I have to say, I've not seen any Mad Max films. Yeah. What? Um, no, no. I mean, I'm sort of aware of the, you know, and I saw the modern one. Of, I think I saw the modern one maybe 
on a plane is that kind of level on a slightly scratched little LCD screen. So this is either going to be a really poor uh, um, illumination of the film or an incredibly insightful one, uh, unguarded as I am by previous preconceptions. <laughs> so let's go for the latter. Yeah, yeah let's hopefully. go for the latter. Uh, yeah. You're still making notes as we speak here. Yeah. It's, still, it's still not a good film, though. So that's the nice, <laughs> that's the good thing about it. It's not like we're, like, holding something in crystal in our hands, where I mean, it's like, you, you, mm, like, die hard. Are you mm. very clear on it's not a very good film? It's not a very good Can film. Can I jump right to the very end, then, and say, because <laughs> it says, it says, as I said, it said, for Byron. And part of me did think, oh, poor Byron. <laughs> Well, like if Byron died, and that was his this, is, this seems to be a running theme when I'm on Smirchpod. We do a film that's terrible. So I've done, I've done this show a couple of times. Oh. And one time I was allowed to do Muppets Christmas Carol, yeah. which I think was was John letting me do that because before we made me do Fire Ice and Dynamite, right. the terrible Roger Moore film, that which you wanted to do saw, as well, which I actually fair. did want to do. Yeah. To okay, be fair, but yeah. I, but I regretted immediately when we got to hour two of conversation about a shit ski based. But it was it was marred in tragedy, wasn't it, Willie? Yeah. Terrible tragedy, and this one is also yeah. we don't know. in sadness. Yeah, we oh, do we know. Do. Oh, do we? What do I we know? Byron Kennedy was the uh, George Miller's partner who not, no. not who died in a helicopter crash scouting locations for the film. Holy crap! Which is why it's quite when it's sort of really bad, and you think, oh, this is this is like his sort of tribute to his dead friend. Oh. And it's sort of like Oscar Wilde or Stephen Fry at the end of the Wilde film coming out and going like, I call it De Profundis. It means the very depths. <laughs> and it's like, it's a shit film with Tina Turner oh, in it. Can I shock you both? <laughs> yes. I really like this film. Do you? Yeah. Well, I have to say that I warmed to it. Ah. Um, it's not as good as two or one. Right. But I still really like it. Is it because we sort of decided between us we were going to do this one because it's got a woman in it? You wanted a woman. That's my brand. You said, <laughs> "Have we got anything with a woman in it?" Yeah. yeah. I said, and well, it was Tina slim, Turner. It was Slim Pickens, wasn't it? And no, it was Tina had Turner. Alien. Slim Pickens. Is <laughs> <in> <laughs> yeah. <this. laughs> I once saw a van with Tina Turner tuna tamer written on it. So Whoa. What it was, was a, the? What was the? I think it was a fishing joke. Right. Tina Turner tuna tamer. Because they could have been like a piano tuner as well. Oh yeah, tu- tuna. T- no. No. It's possibly. Anyway, um, Byron really died sad. for this film. Oh, so yeah. a man oh, died in a helicopter. For and this you film. laughed at it. Like in so I did laugh. I hope you weren't at the funeral doing that kind of behaviour. I don't know. You know. Do you think it was about the burger chain? I thought you might have meant the poet. <laughs> oh, that would oh, be like, hilarious. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? This how one's that's for what... Shakespeare. <laughs> because it's as good. <laughs> I think this is as good as Shakespeare, actually. Well, it's very theatrical. And it, I mean, there's a lot of drama schoolery in mm. it. Like the sparse dialogue, me am from place, me am simple yeah. some way. Also, Henry V would have been greatly improved with a ding, ding, <laughs> da, 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 sax tune. Yeah. It's very saxy. You get all the way it? through. Well, there's a blind saxophonist in the sky tent. Yeah. There is. And in a way, that's a metaphor for all saxophonists. <laughs> Because <laughs> they should be heard but not seen. What's wrong with oh. being saxy? Well, the 80s. The, 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 yeah. the thing about the, the, the sax player yeah. is much like dinosaurs, but the 80s came to an end, so did the sax players. Mm. Yeah. They became unemployed. Yeah, it's a, shame. It's a shame, isn't it? Stick to clarinet, lads. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we could talk about we could talk about the Muppets. I mean, it's not, not influenced by that aesthetic either. Um, it, had a, it had a real... I mean, the look of it is quite remarkable. I had a bit Life of Brian, a bit Terry it's Gilliam. Got, it's got that post-apocalyptic uh, sort of orangey rust tone, well, which I quite... like in a post-apocalyptic film. There's a lot of desert. Yes, there's also a lot of like 
<laughs> undergraduate fashion student. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's riven through it. like A lot of gaffer tape, a lot, a lot of, of what... unnecessary headpieces. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's there in Mad Max 2 as well. Yeah. Yes, and it's also there in, I don't know, uh, Delicatessen, or it's there in, isn't, uh, come on, it's in The Lost Boys. It's, it's in, in uh, uh, what's the... Uh, come on, there's got to be hundreds of them. Oh, uh, a Weird Science has, is it? Is it from Mad Max? Has the, the, the baddie weird... from Mad Max 2 is the bad, the guy who turns up in Weird Science. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a reference I am more if I was. He's also the baddie in Commando. Oh. And in a space. Oh. <laughs> Is he working now? Is he with us? Do Not really. No, he's still with us. Oh, thank God. I don't mean he lives with us. Sure. He doesn't live with me. He's with us in spirit. He's uh, he's still alive. He goes to conventions and things. Oh, I bet. Oh, I bet he cleans up. Of course he oh, does. He's the bad in Mad Max too. Yeah. Everyone's and to favorite a Mad extent. Max. Three. Do you think Gibson <laughs> goes to these things now? Gibson himself also being in a, a metaphorical. Does it? That's so weird. That <laughs> like, well, is he though? I think he's he? fine, isn't he now? Is he back now? Didn't it turn he's, out he'd done right his now. time? Oh, really? He'd paid his dues to society. He get, it means uh, he gets to do films now where he has a moustache or a beard. Yes. Because he he's now been through a journey. Yes. Yeah, he's got the black pearl and like a shame metaphorically. That's right. He's, um, he's absolutely stunning in this though, isn't he? I mean, you look, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I, he, looking at him makes you feel pregnant. Like mm. he's so, <laughs> he's incredibly handsome. Mm. Do you remember the bit where he gets his hair cut in his sleep? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing bit. Yeah, by bit. kids, unfortunately. I know, it takes the edge off the Samson and Delilah-ishness. It's a good haircut. Though. It's a good haircut. I mean, you would wake up going... If you're in a child-based cargo cult, <laughs> you've got a lot of time to practice hairdressing. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, you would feel violated if someone cut your hair in your sleep. Also, we should say, we should give a round of applause to Max... Mad, yes, comma, for he's not in the phone book. because we're in the. That's how he's in the phone book because he's in the mid eighties. We're at the height of bad uh, things happening. Yes, and at no point does he think of having any sort of unpleasantness with the children. Uh, this was the eighties. This was post the seventies. Yeah, I mean, everyone, gave, everyone gave it a rest. Still going 80s. on, but yeah. I think we should applaud him for not even thinking about it. Is that where we are in life now? I think that's where we are. Needs to applaud can... men for not fucking kids. <laughs> so well done, Max. <laughs> he's mad, but he's not that mad. No. What is his madness? Uh, he's mad because his wife and child were murdered. Oh, she's angry. In the first film, okay. it's meaning in the American sense of being mad. Oh, okay. it doesn't mean that he's he's mentally ill, no. which he probably is. Bipolar, Max. Yeah. It's very no. stoic. Sound as, he's very stoic. stoic. Rather than this is, the he? funny thing is, this, this film, he has proper lines. And in, in the second one, I don't think he says more than mm. a few things. I mean, the dialogue is quite sparse, but it's kind of on purpose sparse. The dialogue in this has been written by Bruce Forsyth, I think. So everyone's got a catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Two men enter, one man leave. And what does he say later on? One day cock of the walk, the next a feather duster. Which Piers Brosnan... Not Piers Brosnan. What's his name? Piers Morgan has got as his Twitter bio, hasn't he? <laughs> Does he? Yeah. One day cock of the walk the next year of Feather Dust. Yeah. What a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but there's there's a there's there's a, like a master of ceremonies in the Thunderdome. Mm. Oh he's but he's very Richard O'Brien, isn't he? He's he Crystal is. Maze, isn't he? It's very he? Crystal he Maze the Thunderdome. Yeah. I got a feeling with I was I, I yeah, full disclosure, I thought I'd seen this and I hadn't. Right. Because it was a lot less tits and blood and fighting and stuff I like from 80s films mm. than I was expecting. There's very little of any of that. There's no. one good-ish fight. But also, anyone who dies doesn't die. Yeah. So the, yeah. that weird 80s There's thing no of like... Bloodshed, yeah. Someone gets like, like, literally falls out of thing and they just climbs up going... So I don't know what and I was, gets yeah. back into it. I don't know what I was expecting from the Thunderdome, but it's a bit like something you'd get on a group on Stag Weekend. If you were to watch... It's a lot of bungee cords. If you were to watch the trilogy in one sitting, right. you would definitely come... What, come out of this one and say that's not very good because the first two are very mm. action-packed. Yeah. This one's more thoughtful and 
What is the thought, though? The what thought, is the message? The is message, it the children are our future and stuff? The mess, it's, it's a Brexit message, actually. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> the children are, are yearning for a tomorrow morrow land. It that doesn't it, exist. It doesn't exist. Yes. And at one point, a small man is lowered into pig shit. That's true. Much Actually, like the working man. Yes, yeah. very much, very yeah. much. But it is weird. It's not because it's not an environmental catastrophe. Is it? It's a nuclear nuclear, nuclear war. after the b- bomb bomb. I wanted to talk about the catchphrase man. Yeah. Because he says, you know, two men enter, one man leave. And later on, he says, "Bust a deal, face the wheel." Mm. I like that. I like that the wheel is really too well made for something. In fact, a lot of the props are. They're clearly done by a very good props department. Rather, They had more money in this film. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's too good. It's like it's sort of carved. Yeah, but that's actually, that was the tipping point for me when I started to go like, oh, well, this is just some sort of weird theatre thing. It's a very (laughs) West End. Yes. Wasn't it? It's yes. like, mm. like again, straight up Limbs Rubble. You could of... definitely make a jukebox musical with this with Ben Elton and Andrew Lloyd Webber. I reckon you definitely oh, could. I love a wee Because you've got the Tina Turner music in yeah. there as well. Yeah. We don't need another year. Which somehow wasn't, wasn't appropriate to the Mad Max world. No. But I love Tina Turner. I yeah, I like that song a lot on Magic. It comes up a lot on Magic FM, that song. Right. And then and I realised that when the children sing in the song, then actually it. It's foretelling what the film is going to be, which is a bunch of fucking kids. <laughs> I think. I, I think when I when I saw this yeah. as a when this came out, I was eight and I'd, I'd, I'd seen Mad Max two, so yeah. I saw this, and I remember being really disappointed with the whole kids section. Mm. And then the end section is Mad Max two, with the chase. Yeah, yes, being right. Right. Cars going from left yeah. to right for a long time, which is yeah. what you want in a Mad Max film. Fury mm. Road is a really good cars going from left to right for a really and long time. Good yeah. cars, and, yeah. and the yeah. stuff they do is insane. It's good fun, that, yeah. isn't it? But the first bit, it, they're very much the kids are to Mad Max what Ewoks were to. <laughs> yes, to, to yes. Thing. Would, that, you either like that stuff or you're a bit like. Eh. Yeah. Is this them trying to? Reach a wider audience. I think it might be. Possibly. Mm. You might get like a t- what was it? What certificate was it? Do we know? I, don't I know. think this was a fifteen. <sighs> I want to say. Yeah. It's, it's edging a PG. Isn't yeah, it? there's nothing. You know it's a bit the goonies. It's much more goonies than I was imagining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the thing I really liked in the kids stuff though, and I, I, was that the mythologizing of the of the the plane crash. I thought yeah. that was quite good. It reminded mm. me. Of well, that's the, a real thing. The cargo cult thing. Where, oh really? Yeah. Did? Where uh, rain? You know, am, tribes would find sort of things from the outside world, like a, like a crashed plane in the yeah. jungle, and yeah. then they would find clues within it to build a uh, society around. So they would get things a bit wrong, and I like that. That's very good. It reminded me of Book of Dave, you know, that book by Will Self, where it's based oh. on a, on a divorced, divorced taxi driver right. writing down how much he hates his wife on a book <gasps> and burying it in his garden. Right. And the whole world just gets based around this book. Oh, nice. It's an incredible book. Yeah. I recommend it. A wonky rumour. There's a really good post-apocalyptic play called Mr Burns. Have you, right. Do you know that? No. It's about uh, uh, in the future uh, when everything's terrible and everyone's sitting around fires, uh, keeping each other company uh, yeah. for warmth, and uh, they all remember Simpsons episodes. Oh, really? Which is exactly what my future is going to be like. Yeah. It's sort of half remembering. <laughs> so it's great. So they sort of tell the story of Simpsons episodes. I'm that with Partridge. Yes, you yeah. you would be. There was probably a Partridge one as well. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it will be it will be Partridge doing the opening scene of um, uh, what's the one he does on Bank Holiday Monday. When he describes in detail the opening credits to a Bond film. Oh, um, and Paul's Spy Love Me. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, yes. But it's Mr. Burns, really good play. Oh. Better than this film. I mean, <laughs> let's, we, I th- if we look too closely at the plot, yeah. I think it's going to suffer, this film. Yeah. But but episodically, almost, it, it kind of does. It is it's sort of a cut and shot of three different films. Isn't right. It? There's, right. There's Thunderdome, which sort of ends quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then there's 
then there's uh, then there's then there's the kids, yeah. and then there's the, the Mad the, Max bit. The Mad Max bit, yeah, <laughs> driving very fast. Yeah, things going in, in in orange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I enjoy the way it's shot, though. Yeah. I think this is a very pretty film. Didn't the George whole sequence did, yeah. with the kids and the the. the just really nice to look at. George Miller did the action scenes, didn't he? Yeah, and then he, this mate, was co-directed because he was having such a tough time with grief. With oh grief God. for his friend Byron, Byron who died for this film. Byron. Is his friend or is his lover? Friend. 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 Uh, he was the when I say the... partner, I mean like business working oh, partner. Oh, okay. What is the message of the film? Do we, is the message of the film, we don't need another hero and actually we should find a smarter way to live our lives? I think the message the to every Mad Max film is that Max never wins. Right. He helps. He helps people get somewhere, and then in the end, he's left on his own. Yeah, he's like the Incredible Hulk or the Littlest Hobo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in this one, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, in this one, he doesn't suffer or isn't a dog. Right, the end. Tina Turner when, lets him off. Yeah, she just lets him go. That's a bit of a. I was expecting. I like the way Tina Turner drives because she drives like me. She just. She's does in. That. It, she's. She's like. She puts her. She pulls her chair in really far in, and her knees are sort of up on the dash, and. Uh, in the sort of, there's a yoga position called yeah. something like Bhattakanasana, I'm saying it wrong, but like butterfly, where your knees are very splayed and you sort of lean in. And that's how I drive for right. some reason. Like, I find it really reassuring. And she does that, but in heels, which is really impressive. She's incredible, though. I mean, here's, in her later uh, live performances, when she comes, she walks like my grandma. Yeah. She comes out on her heels. Her legs are kind of really far apart. But it gave her that kind of uncanny gait of like the sort of, Jim Henson, like she'd been made by Creature Workshop, like there'd be some guy with a NASA cap in, like in the just like <laughs> going, I do her eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, sort of held up by her own costume, which I like. Yeah, her she, wigs and her outfit just sort of like you could be stapled in and then have a nap. Yeah, like, <laughs> like she yeah. is really good in this. She is. Really she is good. really I mean, good. It would, it would be easy to get a stunt casting pop star who's not very mm. good, but I think she's great. Yeah. Auntie, she's called Auntie. Auntie, Auntie Entity. Entity. Yeah, Auntie Entity. It's hard to say, but it is. Fun. Yeah. I mean. Well, ha- the aesthetic, though, we have to look at. Like, mm. I mean, I, I don't know. It looked to me like a lot of tantrums. It looked a lot like like some designer had just gone, I am going to have a, a tiny person driving a mentally retarded strong man and you can't stop me. <laughs> like, there was a lot. Like, there was every... But there were things just all the way through it where you're like, oh, come on. Like, like it was like, it made so much money that there was no one saying no, which is mm. maybe mm. good. Um I mean, it was very cokey, let's be, it was very 80s cokey. Oh, yeah. Lots yeah. of coke ideas, like, I've got this vision. I, had, yeah. I hadn't, didn't sleep for three days. Did anyone yeah. yeah. spot the Neighbours connection in this film? No. <sighs> Do you know the sort of bad guy who constantly gets killed but doesn't die yeah. with the doll's head on him? Yes. yes. That's Angry Anderson. <gasps> what? Yeah. Suddenly you're seeing me just the way I am? That's right. Oh, my no God. Way. He did Scott and Charlene's wedding He song. did Scott and Charlene's wedding, yeah. <gasps> Which would like, be, wouldn't be out of place in this dystopia. I like mm. that in dystopias people wear things on their heads that are unnecessary. He's got this kind of doll's head above his yeah. head. Which is a bit like Master Blaster, which I'm saying in a Northern accent. Master I liked Blaster. it. I think it's yeah, the world's here and I'm weak. Master Blaster. What do we think about Master Blaster? Well, it's, it's a an, good idea. It's another word for very good at fingering. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's not what it is. I'm sure that's not what it means. I mean, he's a big fella. I mean, you know... But also a child, so I, I retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, It's like Jason Voorhees. <laughs> it was just a bit like... When I saw the blind saxophonist in the Sky Tent, yeah. it was like that kind of almost got it quite right. I mean, it's quite mercurial, isn't it? It's alchemy, mm. that stuff. But get those kind of symbols, sometimes they're just a bit... Huh. 
and sometimes they, they really work. And a lot of them were, huh. Although the piggery thing, I have to say, the piggery was incredible. It's good to, um, it's good when something's in, the, in a dystopian future and they're quite realistic about what the future's going to look like, which is that electricity will be generated by pig shit. That's, yeah. a re- that's actually a really good storyline that mm. a lot of the storyline is and based who around. Controls the energy who controls the energy, controls the thing. Yeah. It's tank, mm. tank Girl is a similarly good post should do a, They should do a remake with Greta Thunberg as <laughs> <laughs> Mad Max she was character. all the children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't need yeah, her mum did Eurovision. She's probably got pipes. She yeah. probably sing. <laughs> she probably has <laughs> pipes from Ghostwatch. <laughs> she, she, Greta has not got pipes from Ghostwatch. Are you sure? I meant she could sing. Not that she's... maybe that's why she looks so disturbed. Oh, all the you're time. not one of the. Oh, it's another man having a go at a sixteen. I'm not. I've, I've been on. defending her on Twitter. Well, that's nice because I think she's right. Yeah, Just yeah, for the too. record, I'm against the world exploding. Are you? Yeah. You're against a Mad Max future. Yeah. I don't want this future. I enjoy watching it. I don't yes. want to be in it. It'd be awful. You'd have oh. to like beat up men all the time who were trying to steal yeah. your carrots. Yeah, I mean... The, Just imagining that bit. Yeah. I was just kind of thinking... It's like extreme the good life. Yeah. <laughs> People stole some carrots and now you must go to the Thunderdome. Go dome. out and find three good guys dressed like American footballers having sex with your dog. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> eating all your turnips. It'd be awful. I quite, I mean, they, yeah, yeah. I, I quite like this version of a dystopia because the real version of dystopia would be horrible. No one would have such good teeth. Everyone died. Oh, everyone had the kids had lovely teeth, teeth, didn't they? They did, yeah. You know that film, uh, Mutiny of the Bounty? Yeah. Uh, who's hmm. in that again? Uh, the guy from The Godfather. Oh. Uh, what's his name? Robert Duval? No. Marlon Brando? Uh, yeah, he was in it. And uh, all those islanders, they came, they came there, they had black teeth, so they got them all. Mm. False teeth to make them have nice teeth, and then they just left, and so they're all still there with the same false teeth. Oh, I love that. There's all these old people with exactly the same false teeth from like the sixties or the fifties. They're probably all oh dead wow, now. yeah. You know, he was in the remake of that. Who? who? Mel Gibson. There you go. That's full super. circle. Oh, Call yeah. me the Weaver. Neat. Yeah. Very neat. Poor Mel oh. Gibson. What's happened to him now? Eh? He's, he's fine. He's, he's been on a journey. He's literally fine. <laughs> he should have just said, "Look, I'm sorry. I was racist. I'm a sex addict." <laughs> yes, if only. I'm sorry, you could have I called covered that. all bases. I'm sorry, I was anti-Semitic and called that woman sugar tits. It's because I'm a sex. <laughs> yeah, I'm going off on a retreat. I'm going to go to a spa for a think, and uh, yeah, and, well, a, and a wank. Say you that did. as well because he's a sex addict. Because yeah. I have to. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll every die. day. Yeah. <laughs> he's like that honk if you're horny man from. I think you should leave. He's. That, that... Oh, I already got. I already watched three of those. We oh, could be sorry. watching that right now, couldn't we? God, I'm going to watch it on the train. Oh, really, that's so good. There was a couple of little tropes. There was one trope in it when uh, the lady ran away. She was like, I'm going to go do this stuff. And he was like, no. Instead of like going after her and just like saying, please stay, he shot at her twice. <laughs> and yeah. then he went to her and did that kind of old cowboy film thing of like literally putting her over his shoulder. Yeah, and he knocks her out. She was a child. Knocks her out, punches her. I, I was going to say, I enjoyed the way you call her that lady when it's yeah. a child. Yeah. She wasn't a child. Oh, she's, she's a teenager. A child. Yeah. yeah. Savannah, then, she's called. And then she went anyway, which is a plot. The plot, again, doesn't plot bear much, does, does it? Well, it's, it's, what is the plot? Like Why a... did they get... So, lovely right. opening sequence. And that plane, by the way, I looked it up, it is just incredible. It's um, a survey plane. That's worth looking uh... at um, on its own. Um, so, they shoot... He's on the, <laughs> he's on the thing being pulled by... He's got a caravan by... being called, pulled by camels. Camels. Yeah. And they shoot him. Why did they do that? Every Mad Max film starts with him being attacked. Okay. Apart from the first one. Why? Oh, hang on. Because so the, the other... first one's pre-dystopia. <laughs> no, as in, why did they shoot at him? Because to they wanted to camels. steal his camels and caravan to sell in Bartertown. Okay, cool. 
I like oh. the naming of Barter Town. I think it's, it's great. very Australian naming convention. Very, say, very, say what it is. Yeah. It should be called Five more minutes? No. Dagville. Yeah. <laughs> e- Ebayton. <laughs> mm. Flaming Glutberg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there'll come a time when this stuff is really racist, but let's go for it now. Yeah. Well, you can't be no, racist so it, to Australians. You, can you be literally racist can't. about white Australians, yeah. that's fine. Is that okay? Yeah, because yeah, oh, they're really racist. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that's true. Not all of them. You give it out, you, you have to take <laughs> yeah, it no. back. And, and also, there are us, aren't they? Yeah, aren't yeah, I think so. Yeah. We yeah. bloody made them. We made them. Yeah. If we hadn't have been yeah. naughty here, they wouldn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a monkey that runs away with water. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. The monkey's good. The monkey's in it loads. That's mad. That's Mad Max's monkey. That's Mad Max. Oh, that is because yeah. when he's in the caravan at the beginning, he's sitting next to him. Right. I did worry about that monkey's bum hole. <laughs> I was going to say you do get a good shot of his bum hole. It's not a good nick. I don't right. know. What I am thinking that monkey went to Bartertown and got taken to town by some horrible locals. That's, so you pig. think they fucked the monkey? I reckon the monkey got oh fucked, yeah. Well, there's someone is called Pig an... Killer, isn't there? Yeah. So there must be monkey fucking Monkey fucking, fucking Pig Killer? I don't know. Is it one of the characters called Pig Killer, yeah. which I think is unfair. Might, it might just be on-set catering that did that. <laughs> Maybe it's cocaine. You blow... Do you blow... In, how much cocaine do you have to blow up a monkey's bum hole in order to become anti-Semitic? And I think that's, to get it to bring you that's the question that's yeah. hanging over this, yeah, that is. isn't it? Mel, why were you fucking a monkey? <laughs> I'm a sex addict, I told you. I'm a sex addict. Oh, no. If it's got a monkey's ass, I'll shag it. <laughs> <laughs> I do like... I, I really wish Monkey Fucker was in this film. Yeah. yeah. It'd be brilliant. Well, it's, it's Pig Killer is a bit like one of those names where it's, you know, that old joke about, well, you shag one sheep. Yeah. <laughs> like, he probably only killed, like, one pig. He did loads of other but stuff. Did he kill a pig or did he kill a policeman? Oh, oh God. Mind you, there's no policemen, are there's there? There's no, 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 it's lawless. it's lawless. I'd say, if anything, it's a lawless uh, barter town. It is. Although, it is. No, it has very strict rules about which. It's got a lot of rules for a lawless town. It, it has laws. It has so laws. many laws. I'd like to know how, men much, in, how, many, how many times is Thunderdome used, though? I mean, if somebody yeah. jaywalks, do they go in the Thunderdome? The Thunderdome. Yeah. If they steal a packet of peanuts, not that there are any, do they go in the Thunderdome? The addition of the plastic was odd. The um, you know, the jumper things. The bungee oh, cords, that yeah. Was, that was another tantrum, well, wasn't thing, it? My, I'm having bungee cords. Yeah. My son had story. that when he was little. Yeah, my yeah. son. Bouncy had that. thing. Yeah. And and there's a bit. If I'd have given him a hammer, that'd have been brilliant. Yeah, yeah. He gets a chainsaw off the roof, and then he doesn't throw the chainsaw in, which is what you want to see someone do with the chainsaw. Just it goes throw a bit. It goes a bit life of Brian. You know when they, yeah. he goes in the Colosseum and he chases him forever. It goes a bit like that when he gets the chainsaw. Because Master yeah. Bla- Ma- sorry, Blaster, Blaster starts running away. Give him a do you, name. Do you know what I sorry. thought about that scene? I thought that looks like a long day. Yeah. That mm. looks a long shooting or week. being one of those... I was looking at the extras' faces because the, the fight was not interesting enough. Well, okay. so yeah. one at the top. If yeah. you're at the top of that dome yeah. looking yeah. down, you must have got cramp after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Boring. And then Tina Turner shows up. You go, oh, thank God, Tina Turner's here. She's yeah. going to say something. I like it when she comes down that zip line. And yeah, that's for no reason. She for looks no incredibly terrified. Yeah. yeah. Well, or she looks like a very still stuntman with a Tina Turner wig on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Are the knees splayed or not? To be <laughs> fair, to five minutes before it. that, five minutes before that, she had to snort cocaine from a monkey's arsehole. So <laughs> she's probably a bit disturbed. I like her line when she says, death is listening and he'll take the first man that screams. <gasps> mm. that's, that's, a good a, that's actually good dialogue. Oh, mm. she has another brilliant line um uh oh would you like you... to have a pair or something like no, that no you survived the audition what was it i wrote oh, yeah. it down what was it you survived the audition she got no. off the beatles at the end of let it be congratulations <laughs> you're the first to survive the audition oh yeah when they try and beat him up yeah, yeah. they just like and, what, then, yeah, and she kill, he kills like three of her 
trusted employees. Yeah. So this is like... No, they all come back. Uh, of course they don't die, because it's no. a children's it's like the Matrix. film. It's an actual children's film. The amount of people she's brought up to the Sky Tower, and yeah. they've died immediately, and she's gone, oh, he wasn't the one. Yeah, maybe I should change my audition process. What yeah. is she auditioning for? To, to, the, the, to the plot is that she wants to kill... Be strong enough to kill Master to kill Blaster. Master Blaster she want, but she just wants to separate the two men and make Master his own man. To make Master a slave. And then Master goes good. Master's a goodie? Yeah, the end he gets in the car. He's he's sort of on board along with people. They give him they give him a very cute little bowler hat because he's a small person and yeah. he looks nice. Oh yeah, the small person he suddenly dresses like as a gentleman. <laughs> he looks like one of the time bandits at the end. That's right. Yeah, not because he's a small person. The way he's dressed. Can I tell you my small diminutive actor story? Oh no! Oh. It is you have to be careful, don't you? Because he's just another human being, obviously. But that's worth saying. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you have to be careful because they get very angry. <laughs> well, the, the sort of they classification—that's always very difficult, isn't it? But this gentleman was cast in a thing that I did because of his height, mm-hmm. yeah. and that was quite—that's the only. Show common this is a, is a common route for, for little people, and right. it's, a tra- it's a tradition. Yeah, it is a tradition. It is a tradition. Yeah. One that's less expressed nowadays, which might mean less work for small actors. I do not know. Oh, it's a minefield. Yeah, it really is. So I'm going to be careful, but I will say this: his CV was so astonishing. Yeah. It was Lord of the Rings. It was everything yeah. that you know from little people. It was Lord of the Rings, all of them. It was. Uh, it was Star Wars. It was. Um, uh, was it Willow? It was. It was mm. everything. He'd been around for a long time. This guy, it was an older guy, and um, so they just booked him. They never met him. They just said yeah. so. And it was in a kids show. Um, I think you might have written on. Sorry, I've got no head. No, it was uh. called uh, Pixel Face. It was a spin-off. Oh, did you write on that? I didn't write on Pixel Face. No, okay, so, so one of my very first jobs in television was writing uh, jokes for Will Andrews and other yeah. actors. On Sorry, I've got no head. I made yeah. you dressed as a dung beetle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so go way back. Yeah, we did. I had to go to hospital because of that. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Sorry, please tell me. Yeah, that, I didn't that's know a, a side point, but um, with this, you didn't write the one about the antlers, the deer thing. Deer Not deer. Oh God, I wish I wrote deer. Well, club. I run through the woods deer wearing antlers, and then yeah. uh, the antler hit a uh, hit a, a branch, and I got <gasps> a neck injury. And then the next day, I had to dress as a fucking dung beetle, yeah. <laughs> you know when you write which a seemed sketch. to sort of separate my head from my from my shoulders. And I ended up uh, having to go to hospital. I'm so sorry, and it's I got fault. covered in cold sick as well because yeah. was nothing. You know when you write a thing, you kind of don't think it's ever going to actually get made. Oh, and, and it did. And, uh, yeah, Marcus Brigstock told me you spent the day covered in cold sick, <laughs> Which is cold fun. child sick from a sketch that I wrote. Yeah, for nice. sorry, I've got in the head a children's program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. It's still on YouTube, probably. So we did this thing, and it was, it was this. He was he was playing a um, he was playing somebody who got who uh, I don't know what character it was a myth mythological character. Mm. A small person had a wheelbarrow of gold, and oh god! So he turned up, uh, and he was great. He looks fantastic. It's lovely. We all said hello to him, and it was good. And there was something a little bit strange about him, but we, but we weren't sure quite what it was. He was a bit quiet. Didn't really say much. Anyway, he came in, and uh, it turned out that no one had checked if he could talk. <laughs> Um, now his line was, um, <laughs> it was it was a weird reference to something I'd cooked. I was an elf, and the the the, the line was something I ate the poulet de lutin, which was some French dish that I'd cooked. All right, so I'd say, did you have did you have something nice to eat then, my 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 friend? And he went boobity boo boo <laughs> like this, and. Okay, so that was I was very hard. That was a this is a professional man. This is a professional colleague, who who couldn't say poulet de lutin, but would just That's say hard to say poopy de poo poo. Did you did you dab him later? Oh, I mean, it was, like, so what that happened? Everyone, I went white because obviously you can't laugh in the face of a colleague, mm. and then 
suddenly doors started to go. You could just hear doors close because people were just abandoning set because it was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and there's a shot of me doing it. And Dave Armand, um, who's dressed as a sort of rabbit thing, you just see him slowly turn his costume. So he's just facing the wall. <laughs> and his shoulders are just going <laughs> up and down like this. And take two. Let's try that again. Thanks very much. It just... Kept happening, and then just hear wah 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 as people left, and then the sound department just abandoned tools. Everyone was just in hysterics. It was, I mean, let's have a break. I think it was, <laughs> was what the director said eventually. And was he killed? He wasn't killed. He was, however, dubbed like, by Justin Edwards. The, yeah, I like think. a lot of the children in this film, though, were dubbed. Were they? Do you know what the, the mate, the one you called a woman earlier? <laughs> she not a woman. Savannah, she's got some very bad dubbing. It's like watching Heidi or something. You know, the, the sort of eighties version of Heidi with mm. bad dubbing. She's got some horrible dubbing going on. She's the the, the, the idealist out of the, the gang. Yeah. She believes in Tomorrow Morrowland. She does. And she, does. Uh, she, she when when Max turns up, they think he's someone called Captain Parker. Is it Foster? Some, Foster. It's very oh. it's very generic man pilot name. Yeah. And then there's a. There's a shot, isn't there supposed to be a stewardess that she doesn't come back? Yes, that's right, yeah. I like that storytelling scene. I thought that was interesting. The way she had, like, a wooden telly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like oh, that. It was all good, and getting it all slightly confused and slightly wrong. Yeah. Well, that's the future. We're always passing on our stories, getting them mm. slightly wrong. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Hello, I'm John Holmes, and yes, the last thing you need is another podcast that takes apart a television show and hacks through it like a cough going through a pensioner. Except wait, because this is The The One Show Show, in which myself and my guests force ourselves to watch a week's worth of TV's The One Show and then analyse it all in far too much detail. It sounds like a terrible idea, and it is for us. But for you, it's entertainment gold that's all over a programme you yourself have no intention of ever watching. The The One Show show every Tuesday and Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Um, 
also... Um, oh, I like the way they called it po- Pocky Clips as well. Yeah. For Apocalypse. That was well, Captain Pocky Walker, clips. they think Captain Walker. That's a very pilot name. It yeah. is. I like to imagine that they, they derived in a dystopian society that's can be, been completely set up by stewards, by yeah. airline stewards, mm. yeah. where they'll be in the middle of telling the story and one of them will come around and try and sell him some perfume <laughs> or coffee or small drinks. There's, there's someone in the tribe with a peanut allergy, so you won't be serving peanuts. <laughs> And everyone goes grumble, grumble. Yeah, I love it when that happens on a plane. And then they have to say, just just to remind you, when we finish today, don't all get up at once. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like it when uh, stewardesses say, "Do they say fix your own mask before fixing your child?" <laughs> yeah. mm. And I very much that's my guide to parenting. Yeah. <laughs> but instead of mask, it's lunch. <laughs> I like the French lesson scene. You know when they had the Sonic and then they, yeah. and they played the record. I like that. That was cute. Bonjour. Yeah. That yeah. was very cute. Yeah, I think mm. all the kid actors in this are good. Yeah, no one's really shit. But all, it was all very drama school, though. They're all very, uh, you know, Oliver Lost Boys. There's another a horse drowning in quicksand, which is a big thing in the eighties. It's wasn't not it? as disturbing as when Atreus horse dies. Well, that's what I was. I was watching yeah. that, and obviously, yes, in uh, Neverending Story, yeah, Artex. I think Artex. the horse is called. Yeah. I watched that with Artex. my children a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I did the, the same witties. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what, yeah. And, and how are your that? children? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they they they'd go upstairs on their iPads. I watched that, and I was like, "What the fuck was I thinking? I was traumatized with it, and now, now I'm making my child watch this. What have I done? Yeah. Why am I doing this?" It's a good film, never. We could watch Teen Titans go to the movies again. Could. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Um, Yeah, no, in the 80s, people loved a a horse drowning. They loved that stuff. We discovered that Blaster's got a weakness, by the way. Yes. Max discovers it because they're going to. Yeah, when they find his caravan, which is a car. Yeah. uh, Because obviously in the future, if you don't know this, the whole thing about Mad Max 2 is there's no oil. Yes. Mm. So in the future, no one's got any oil. So Mm. they have to find alternative sources of. Pig shit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so his car's covered in dynamite, mm. and he says he's going to disarm it, but he presses a button. I guess he just assumes big people don't like noises. Yeah. He just puts on the arm, <laughs> and Blaster starts know. going... But I'm not actually entirely sure how he was led to do to do that. No, he just presses the button. Yeah. yeah. Then he has that little moment of, oh, he doesn't one. like noises. Yeah. I'll use my navel whistle. I'll use this, yeah. This, is it a navel whistle? I don't know. I, I make that whistle when my dog comes in from the garden. <laughs> I salute him and go... Like that. Whoa! I, you oh, did that without putting your in. lips together. You're one of those whist- <laughs> weird whistlers. Put your yeah. lips together and blow, the traditional way of whistling. You yeah. did that with your throat. I know, it's strange. That's isn't it? You people make me sick. I know. I make you myself really sick. Do. My son hates it too. This is my son whistling. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, my youngest. He can't whistle. Um, but we got this gyrocopter dude who is heavily involved in Mad Max too. Right, I didn't he's know who back he was. Now with he a was, child. He was clearly important because there was like a crash thing on him. Yeah, he's I want to know how he's, he's got, got this a lovely child. scarf. Yeah, is that his child? Yeah, well, I think I assume so because he says dad at one point, doesn't he? Well, in the so first one, in the second film, he's got no child. Right, and I don't see him with any women really. Uh, can we do a pricey of the plot just very quickly? Oh, yeah. you keep talking about this. Ma- man it. gets shot, goes to get camels back. Yeah. Uh, leader of, of Barter Town says, you can have them back, but first you need to beat up a guy called Master Blaster who yeah. is run who by is a little people. person. Yeah. Mm. Um, that then in the moments of killing it, he has a change of heart and realises he's been tricked somehow. What happened next? <laughs> he, yeah, because he, he did Well, he won't like... kill a, a small, a giant man with a child's head. No. No. Yeah, so so he's, he's reneged on his deal. He reneged. And then yeah. what does he so do? So he has to face the wheel, and the wheel says the that wheel. you have to be excised. Yes. 
You have to be put on a horse facing backwards with a papa mache head of a smiling <laughs> man. Which reminded me of. Do you remember you two had a period where they had big heads? Yeah. yeah. It was that kind of wobbly. TFI thing. used to use yeah, them. TFI. Long after the joke had passed, but yeah. he kept doing it because he was desperate for attention. So backwards on a horse, horse dies of dehydration. Monkey runs out with a sore bum hole. Hands and, him and some, some water. water. Yeah. But, but only one bottle of water, which, mm. by the way, Mr. Gibson, he didn't drink very carefully. No, um, he got it, it gets everywhere, doesn't he? Take sips, for God's sake, she's dying. He then decides to wander off through the desert, and which then Savannah does. finds him, thinking he's Captain Walker. Yes. Mm-hmm. And thus begins the rest of the plot. Then we go to the little bit where there seems to be water. So some children have gathered in a place where there's a plash crane and now think that the a cra- plashed crane a that's plashed very crane. good oh a plashed crane just, yes yeah. and they build a mythology from that mm-hmm. yeah um, he's like no that's not me totally isn't me yeah then they decide to go anyway I like the hat they gave him though they give him a captain's hat with a bird yes. on it all yeah. and when he flings great. it off it flies away yeah. I like that, but that. then it all got a bit weird then wind started then a kite took off and, it and all they, got... they think it's like a prophecy coming true right and it's he's like, just the like winds, nope. the winds, they think the wind is going to lift the plane and yeah. take it to the city because they found one of those what's it called viewfinders. Uh, a viewfinder with some pictures of Sydney before yeah. the apocalypse or yeah. whatever they call yes. it yeah. adorable the polycrisps um, <laughs> and then, then what happens? So then, so then they say we're going to go, and he says no. And no, he, he says you can't because that's Barter Town. You'll get killed. He knocks her in the face. Yeah, and then they go anyway at night. Everyone, and he's like, oh for God's sake, I totally told her not to go. Yeah, the kids go with him, even though yeah. he's like, oh, don't come with me, the kids. And the kids will go with him anyway. And so he's, he's like, like, for fuck's sake, I've yeah, got these like, kids now. Exactly. To be fair, he doesn't say don't come with me. They oh, say, he just... they say we're going to come with you, and he's just like, all right. Whatever. And then it's as much water as we can carry. Then they go off. Oh, there's a really funny bit where he goes... It's at the bit at the beginning where where he they say you've got a hand in your guns and he does a comical pile of guns from his body, oh, yeah. which yeah. is a really stupid thing to do because mm. they wouldn't expect him to have that many guns. He could have kept some of his guns back yeah. and then just shot And he brought his secret weapon, which is the flicker, camel flicker thing, which yes. is actually a knife. So he does a big pile of guns at the beginning and then later on when the kids go... He says to the kids, I need all the water you can get. They do the same thing again, but with water, which is not that impressive, but it's quite, you know. At least that monkey didn't wee in his mouth. It's like one of those callback jokes that isn't funny, but references a joke that happened earlier. And you're like, that'll do. Yeah. Yeah. You get with two directors, I guess. Yeah. A callback thing, yeah. yeah. And then they go, and they, and then it, there's some quicksand again. Is there more quicksand? Well, he goes, he tells the kids basically, don't go that way because there's quicksand and there's Barter Town, which are both deadly. Right. And they go anyway. And then he saves, one of them dies, but yeah. he saves the other one from the quicksand. Yeah. And then they go to sleep. Yeah. And then in the night, they go to Barter Town. Wow. Through because, a convenient hole, through a convenient sewer hole. Yeah. Because the kid, because it's their only chance to get back home, he says. Because they can't go back and don't have water. Yeah. That's right. So they go to Barter Town and then they go and find Pig Killer. And they go into the piggery. Yeah. And suddenly everyone's their friend. Like Pig Killer's on their team. The well, little Pig guy, Killer uh, was the helping master. Max when he briefly worked there. Yeah. Blaster yeah. is... I mean, is he ma- he's Master, isn't he? Master is his friend now. Yeah. Well, because they... I guess Master's their friend because they've rescued him because he was being dipped in pig mm. shit. And yeah. Yes. There's yeah. a quite a Goonies-esque bit where they all come sliding in on the yeah. pig-feeding slide. It's very Goonies. Yeah. And there's a brilliant bit... Hook as well. Yeah. I know, hooks after hook. this. very Hook. Yes, it's very Hooks hook. after this, Spielberg, yeah. you there's, cheating cunt. Yeah. There's a, but then Goonies was... Goonies was mm. Spielberg, right? He produced it. So, yeah. you know. It's Richard Donner. Oh, yeah. yes, OK. Yeah. Apologies. Um, Temple of Doom. Don't write in. There's a really good bit when 
uh, all the kids are hanging out with the pigs and pig killer and the li- and, and uh, blast master not blaster mm. uh, blast master of sons blaster, blaster is R.I.P. with the angles now. with the uh, yes he yeah. is. <laughs> he's like Harambe yeah. oh, hang on this is yeah. really tough they should, we should all get our dicks out for master blaster <laughs> not master hang on he's a tiny then, but there's a great bit where the a guard comes running in and he's wearing two belts and some PVC pants like Jodie Marsh yeah. uh, and all the kids just stare at him for a minute and the guy stares at them and I don't think anyone's acting <laughs> it's, just, it's just everyone going this isn't okay is it yeah. we should have really thought this costume through yeah. he's got a colander on his head he's, got that, yeah. on his head. he's the mechanic yeah. is he's he? the one who tried to fix mm. the bombs earlier and then yeah. there was a Indiana Jones moment so mm. uh, Mad Max runs out there's a pause and he runs back in loads of people are chasing him mm. yeah and then they get on the train car a train car mm-hmm. yeah. which drives off with a house mm-hmm. on it because yeah. it's, it's an extension from cars isn't it like there's cars in the first film mm. so in the second film so in the third film there's a train which is better than a car which well, is probably in, easier yeah. to stop which they did in, in the Back to the Future franchise yeah. they upped it yeah. to a train yeah. it's the next logical progression mm-hmm. at least yeah. in this one the children don't point at their own penises <laughs> Have you seen that bit? No. <clears throat> you have to look this up. At the end of Back to the Future 3, yeah. I'm guessing because they were doing two and three back to back, they right. didn't notice. Yeah. But when Christopher Lloyd's going, Jules and Vern, and he's talking to Michael Fox, one of the children behind him yeah. beckons the camera and then points at his penis. <laughs> wow. Let's put in YouTube... Um, Jules and Vern, and you're, it'll, the first thing that comes up. It's amazing. He literally goes like that, and then he points his knob. <laughs> and it's in there forever. And I think that, that film's been put into the American Film Institute, wow. where the, archi- the, the National Archives. So there's a kid pointing at his dick in the National Archives. Because <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't cut round it. They can't cut round so that. They must have just done it in one shot, and then yeah. looked at it later and gone, oh, for Sake. Yeah, can't. It was before you could blur it out or make it into Jar Jar Binks or something. <laughs> I bet that kid got murdered. <laughs> Spielberg sent someone out to murder him. John Landis, sorry, that's oh, a no. Come on, sorry. And that's... then, no, he has got a track record of murdering that's children. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that was the uh, that was the un- that was the unpleasant joke I just made. It's horrible. And then, the, and then they get to the end of the thing, and there was a, what happened then? Well, I'd, I'd like to ask why the. Uh, <laughs> that's when the film starts. The film just, the, the, so the cars go from left to right, and the train goes from left to right, and that's really good. There's lots of dust, and there's well, the, they, they chasing. They're they're going along the train track with a steering wheel. Yeah. Even though it's a train. Yeah. And there's a blockade there, and the gyrocopter kid's son, mm. his kid's son, the kid's there, yeah. and he says, "This is a stick up." Yeah. He's flaming, got a very broad Australian accent. You're flaming yeah. glass. And then he says, ah, shit, because he sees Tina Turner and everybody chasing him. Yeah. And he goes and gets in his secret lair. Yeah. And they follow him in. Yeah, the lair's quite good. It's in the boot of a car. Boot of a car mm. that you climb down. Yeah. yeah, it's like a speakeasy, yeah. like in Dolphin. But then when you go around the other side. You knock on the door and they'd let you in. And you have to know a password and you get in there and then you can have like some yeah. absinthe or something. Yeah. It's really exciting yeah. if you're 18. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, when you go around the other side of the underground lair, it's just a, a normal building. Yeah. So if you just drove. Because when later on Tina Turner and everybody drive around there, it's just a house. Oh, yeah. yes. So it seems a bit pointless. But anyway, so they say, right, we're going to get in your plane. Mm. And this is when they they get in the plane and they can't take off because there's too much weight. Yeah. And then they can't take off because there's not enough runway. That's right. So this is when Max, being Max, sacrifices yeah. himself yeah. so they can all take off. Yeah. And then he gets... And then they have this last bit yeah. where th- this little agricultural aircraft with everyone in it goes and looks at the old Sydney and it's yeah. another superb opportunity for... Uh, filmmaking models. I love models. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a bit series two of Red Dwarf, but it is. 
its models go. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a ruined Sydney. There's the Opera House is half a broom. Uh, and yeah, it's quite good that bit. Yeah. And Tina sure Turner says to Max, "Ain't we a pair, raggedy man?" Mm. <laughs> and then just sort of goes away. Which is good because it makes me think of the raggedy ass man. <laughs> Do you know the raggedy ass man? No. There was a, when in the World Cup last year, there was a photo of a man being held aloft. Yeah. And he was completely naked. Yes. With his anus exposed. Yes, it's and an he's odd been, picture. He's been become known as the raggedy ass man. Oh. Um, so Mel I keep Gibson. thinking that Mel Gibson yeah. is the raggedy ass yeah. man because he's a sex addict, <laughs> so he wouldn't have any monkey. clothes on. Yeah. Mm. And of course, the monkey. Raggedy ass monkey. Um, but yeah, the, Savannah and everybody, they go to where the skyscrapers and everything are and they set up a new home there. Mm. Yes, it's a new in... cargo cult. Yeah. yeah. And she does the tell about Max. Yeah. That's her new story. The tell. That's the tell. Right. And it, so it turns into a religion again. Which is what you have in poker, isn't it? Someone's, someone can know your tell because you tell an hour long story about a plane. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly In Casino Royale, he yeah. cries blood. He does. And tells a story <laughs> about Max. One day we'll do that. DVD commentary. We will. We will. We will. <laughs> My favourite James Bond film because it's so awful. Because oh, he cries no. blood. My <sighs> overriding thing about this is, and I don't mm. know if I'm right, but I've got this theory, and, and I, I, in fact, I know I'm wrong, but I'm mm. sticking to it. Mm. Certain cultural things are only exist because hard people took them up, and no one's, everyone's too scared to stop them from doing it. Mm. I would include in that. People who go on motorbikes, adult skateboarders. <laughs> I love this theory. Mm. I'm going to go further and say mm. people who like football. I think that these cultural things are shored up by people who will smash your head in. And this is a film that's sort of about that. <clears throat> I mean, OK, I might be wrong, but this is such a camp film. It's the, one of the gayest movies I have ever seen. But it's populated with people who are like... You wouldn't have the courage to say I was gay, and I did. I don't know if I'm right. I'm probably. In fact, I'm going to accept I'm wrong. You should watch Mad Max too, because there is a very, very, very heavy gay subtext between one of the villains having a, a young blonde boy on the back of his bike, who he cries when that young blonde boy is killed. Right. There so you that's go. most '80s action films. Is they're they're just butch. They're so butch you can't have a woman anywhere near them. It's rather, you no, know, because it will make them all gay. Exactly. Yeah. A woman would make it more gay. I mean, mm. Die Hard is, you know, two men falling in love with each other on walkie-talkies and brilliant for that. And it's then great. there's a woman in there somewhere. It would be much better <laughs> if uh, they, they made love at the end. Oh. So that sax music from this. Let it snow as they make love that in the could back be of the his, That could be a metaphor for his semen. <laughs> it, could be. it could be. Or all the cocaine they took in the 80s. Or yeah. Yeah. Both. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> What an ending that would be. Yeah, it's a monkey jizzing cocaine. <laughs> that, is, that is essentially the 80s. I don't need another hero. <laughs> <laughs> is Tina Turner, apart from the children, the only woman in this film? Yes. The one that you punched in oh, the face. Oh, hang on, there's a, there's a singing woman who wears a sort of... She looks a bit like Katy Perry. Yeah. Uh, she sings before yeah. the Thunderdome, but doesn't but, seem yeah. to do very much. That's though. it, yeah, that's like three... She's wearing like a sort of Katy Perry piece. Obviously, there's more yeah. girls in the tribe than there are boys. Yes. So it's balanced that way. Yeah. And there were some women walking about with high-sided... I mean, I'm, uh, not, I'm not complaining. I don't think this is a hill to die on. Why is there not more female representation in, in Mad, Mad Max? Max? Beyond if it the makes you, Thunderdome, <laughs> as I keep calling if it. If it makes you feel better, you rabid feminist. Yeah. 
The next Mad Max film is about a lady. Yeah, oh, it's, I mean, I, I love Fury Road. Isn't it good? Fury Road's great. You don't, you only see it on an airplane. So. Yeah, I think I've I watched the first time I watched it. it was on a plane, because I wasn't expecting much. And I watched it on, um, you know, the kind of cheap, shitty headphones yeah, they give you on a plane. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't have my headphones with me. And, I, and the sound quality was so bad, I thought it was an artistic choice. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's really interesting sound design on this. <laughs> well, I saw it in IMAX. Mm. Fancy. I, Mad Max. Yeah. They should have called it that they, they didn't. No. Fucking Cowards. No. Uh, do you think we've covered enough of Mad Max? Yes, possibly, yeah. Yeah, so should yeah. we have some quick watch, fire questions? Watch the first one, not this one, would be my advice. No, the second one. Oh, watch the second one. Really? Okay. The second one's the best by miles. Oh, we should say one thing, hmm. and it's the budget of the first one. The bu- It was 400,000 uh, uh, Australian dollars, and it took 100 million US. So you can imagine, if you make that film, mm. it's the most profitable film mm. uh, in terms of the cost and what it made. Yeah. Well, that's what profit is. Yeah. Um, but so you can see that no one's going to stop them doing anything when they make any yeah. more films. Like, get on with it. I still think, I th- I'm pretty sure two was still on a very tight budget. It's only really? three when you got real money. And also, we should also say that the Mad Max franchise, and I didn't realise, was is a big pillar of the emerging Australian film mm. scene, which was slightly behind a lot of the parts of the world and went on mm. to give us some of the best cinema, really, I think. So, yeah, it's important. Is it a fitting yep. tribute to Byron? Yes, maybe. I would say not, but... <coughs> oh, poor Byron. It's still... I, I still think it's a good film. It's not, uh, it's not awful. It's not awful. I'm trying to think how many times I stopped and looked at my phone when I was watching it, which I really try not to do. I think I, it's funny if you're paid, watching it on your phone. I'd paid, I'd paid like three ninety nine for the high definition on Amazon. I, I sent you the link. Yeah, but I'm not watching no link. But it's a perfect HD copy. But I, 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 I thought I'd watch it on my telly. Oh, you know, okay. like, a, right. like well, a, my, my my big nice telly. Don't come crying to me about spending the money and I sent oh, you the link. Was I crying? You you were. Tearing up. <laughs> I was tearing up like a monkey. Right. <laughs> I don't want to think about that monkey anymore. Could we, we stop talking about that monkey? <laughs> Monkey's rabid arsehole. <laughs> right, I'm going to ask these questions in, in sequence, and Sarah, you're first next to me, so I'm gonna, you're going to go first. Oh, God, uh, Will's got loads of paper, and I don't. All right, I'm just... Yeah, I'm just... No, I don't know. Okay, hang on. All right, so Sarah, who is the best, Arnie or Sly? I don't care. Okay, William? Do I, same question? Yeah. I, 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 Arnie, probably. Yeah. Is that I like the right answer? Yeah, I like him in Twins. He's good in that. And Kindergarten Cop. He's good in Twins. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Is that the right answer? Yeah, it's great. Fine. Uh, um, what's the best action movie of all time? Well. I mean, on paper, obviously it's Die Hard because it's one of the best ones of all time. But my, my favourite is Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Oh, okay. really? Yes. 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 I, I mean, I liked um, The Fugitive. I still like The Fugitive. Uh, I think that's an amazing film. And then I was thinking about films that I actually watched at the time and were really moved by. And it was one called Stakeout, and then another Stakeout. Yeah. And then I like the first one, not the second one. They're kind of comedy. Yeah, that's how they they qualify as action. But it was one of those ones where you still saw America, and it just looked horrible. Mm. It just horrible. Everything was just rainy and grey and vile. And I like that. That was good. And Dreyfus, um, they've both got moustaches in the first film. They do. Also, in another Stakeout, they go to Miami, I think, and they have two, they have two T-shirts which have got printed on as if you've got you have got boobs and you're wearing a wet T-shirt. Nice. Right. And I have looked for those T-shirts my whole life. That sounds like a Vivian Westwood design. They're amazing. Might, yeah. They've also got dogs. Did they have dogs? Rosie O'Donnell's in the second one. She's got a dog. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
I'm guessing they have sex yeah. with the dogs. Yeah, um, probably. Terrorists are taking over a skyscraper. <laughs> this isn't news. Uh, you can take three celebrities with you to stop them. Uh, Sarah, who are you taking up the shard and why? I just wrote um, Janelle Monet, Natasha Leon, and Daniel Levy from Schitt's Creek. Why? Or anyone from Schitt's Just because I like them. They're people I want to be friends with. And yeah. I, the, I mean, I'm not getting involved with the terrorist exactly situation. I, yeah, I, I, just, I wanted to bring Bridget like... Christie and Richard Iowa. <laughs> I just think I've never seen them together and I'd like to be in the lift. Yeah. Oh, and Toby Young, so we could push him out first. Oh, good one, yeah. We could sit in the lift yeah. and they could handle him. They, they'd spend all day on him, wouldn't they? They would. Uh, yeah, just people I'd like to be friends with. We probably shouldn't yeah. say this because Toby's a big fan of this podcast. Is he? Oh, Hi, Toby. I've no oh, idea. Or is he? Probably not now. Yeah. Not now. We've been insulting monkeys and having sex with dogs, his favourite <laughs> things. Um, if you could go back in time and stop someone being born, who is it? And much like Desert Island Discs, I'm giving you Hitler. Don't give me Hitler. You don't have <laughs> I'll give you his ashes. Uh, whoever built the helicopter that killed Byron Kennedy. Oh. oh. Hey, you could just... What? I just saved a man's life. Well, you could have done that easily. I, could, I may have stopped Thunderdome from being made. I think we can uh, live yeah. with that. I think Thunderdome would have It wouldn't would have, have had happened. the same level of melancholy. Poignancy. The underpinning of, of sadness. Yeah. Do you remember the, uh, is it uh, Dre, Dr. Dre? Yes. Uh, I, no, I, for, I forgot about Dre. Oh, you idiot. Thank you. Uh, he did a song Thank called you, um, Calif- Don't leave me hanging. Thank California <laughs> Lovin', mm-hmm. whatever it's called. California Lovin'? California something. Yeah. California. The video is in a Thunderdome. Remember? Everyone's dressed like Mad Max. I still think people, <coughs> that sort of white collar boxing thing that's so popular, I still mm. think you could do. Thunderdomes as a sort of group on stag offer, like a falconry experience, Thunderdome, and then go for like mixology classes afterwards or a burlesque workshop if it's for hands. I hope there's not like. a Byron Kennedy experience. It's <laughs> <laughs> just courgette frights and death in a helicopter. <laughs> Sounds like a cocktail. Touch it? of falconry as well, though. <laughs> oh my God. Um, right, good. Uh, who are you stopping being born? I don't, I don't, I mean, Byron? <laughs> well, I just get it at the well, source. What the fuck is wrong with you? He's dead. <laughs> well, yeah, so can't stop preventing him from being alive. Trying to boot in non-stop. That helicopter pilot? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's too, see, that makes my head spin, because obviously if you stop one thing, you just cause another. Not according to Avengers Endgame. Oh. Ah! What? I haven't seen it. Oh, all right. Well, in why Avengers Endgame. <laughs> what? Why, why, why would you say a thing? I mean, of. It's all right. I'm just joking. It doesn't happen. What? Um, the whole film. The whole film doesn't exist. <laughs> does it reset? Oh, God, a bit. A hypothetical does. fist fight takes place between Rocky Balboa and John Matrix from The Commando. <laughs> Who wins? Um, I, I actually just got off on a, a bit of a tangent about uh, the new E.L. James book, the one you did Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, yeah. right. Because I was thinking about silly names. Oh, like yeah. Maxim... Uh, John Maxim is uh, John Matrix is a terrifically stupid name, but the person for an Austrian, in, for an, yeah. yes, for the for the per, the person in the uh, the protagonist of the new E.L. James Fifty Shades Grey book is called Maxim Trevelyan, and is a man. And I just that's, think that is a perfect shit name. Like if you were stolen, to... stolen from James Bond. Is it the baddie Ma- in Goldeneye is called Alec Trevelyan? Oh my god, not Maxim. Though. She's a piece of shit, isn't she? She just <laughs> I writes just like shit on her fucking shit name. That is so. Anyway, that person can win. Yeah. Okay, and you. I don't, I don't, I don't know. You what both, should I say? You're both shamed this programme with your lack of answers. Oh, the cocaine wanking monkey, let's have a <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, and finally, uh, you can probably you can probably do a, a group think on this just to save time. If you had to make your own 80s action movie, what would it be about and who would be the lead? I genuinely have enjoyed this question. I, I have an idea. Please. Do you want to know pitch. your idea? Hit me. Let's, pitch? let's pretend it's the 80s. I was just... I'll do a bang out a big rail and I, you just shout things at me. I'll oh, get a monkey. I, yeah. I did actually miss, miss one detail, though, and it was 80s. 
so I just wrote, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I wrote an action movie in mm. my head, and I thought it'd be called "Don't Shoot the Messenger." Quite good, and it's about uh, it's about old it's it's about old gangster families that have become legit. Like, they've just become legit, but they do have a history. And it's about a guy that has to send messages to these two warring families. Um, it's sort of a bit Ken Loach, probably set in Birmingham, and it would star um, Rasmus Hardy. Do you know him? Yeah. Oh. Rasmus, he was in... Uh, Saxondale? Le- Balloon, Saxondale. Um, Le Balloon, and Saxondale. he's in Danger Mouse as yeah. Count Duckula. He's got a lot of... Uh... Oh, so I've written jokes for him. There, yeah. you, go. there you go. Yeah. So that would be my idea. I had that little moment on the train. I thought that'd be quite nice. That's nice. So he just goes back and forth, back and forth with bad news. He does loads of voices now. Yes. He's, he's in Thunderbirds as well. He's in Thunderbirds. He did some Transformers stuff, I think, as well. I'm very jealous because I'd love to do lots of those ones. You can do that with your Burger King pipes. I could do. Burger King. Oh, do uh, that. Say that again. Burger King. Say, say, well, the, the, other say, one the, is, say um, the butch thing. A hundred percent British and Irish beef. What's the other <sighs> one I do? Uh, Pregnant now. QuickBooks, backing you. Are you QuickBooks? I'm QuickBooks. I enjoy your product. <laughs> yeah. Like you. I do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You've got beautiful pipes. Thanks. I don't like to talk about it. Like the ghost. <laughs> I love, um, I, I, I'd like the idea of beautiful pipes with him makeup I've, on. I've got um, a really good title for a film that I think oh, is yeah. genuinely so good that I might make you take this out in case I decide to write a film based on it. Okay. I wanted to make a film called Fuck, Marry, Kill. That's okay. good. good. Yeah. It's a yeah. really good title, right? I don't know what the plot is, but you well, can, yes, we, do. we can all it's imagine. Great. Fuck, Marry, Kill. Yeah. You can just imagine what's going to happen. It's great, right? Is it in that order? What if... Fuck, marry, kill. What if it what gets... What was in the game? Yeah, is it yeah. fuck, marry, kill? Kill, yeah. marry, fuck. What if it's accidentally misspelled as Mary Kill yeah. and it's a pornography film? <laughs> it's a pornography snuff film. Fuck, oh. Mary, kill. Oh, as in Mary, kill is her name. Not yeah. fuck, marry, comma, kill. Yeah, like, like Debbie Does Stop. Dallas. Stop. <laughs> Debbie yeah. Does Dallas from that's the film not, Aliens. That's not the um, porn titling... Uh, that's not how you title porn films these days. Unfortunately, they don't have. How pun. do you title? Well, they don't have porn. Yeah, don't they know. don't have pun name. I got this off that John Ronson thing. Not, okay. not my own names. excursions no, into Pornhub, okay, okay. which is killing the pornography industry. Uh, Shaving uh, Ryan's Privates was one yes, of they my do, yes. Well, I used to work in a video don't. warehouse, yeah. and then yeah. we had to send videos to army bases. Yes, and you'd that's where you'd find the pun ones, like driving Miss Daisy crazy, right? Okay, uh, Carlita's back way. <laughs> Things like that. Uh, Lord of the G-strings. Oh, nice. My friend Playmate of the Apes. That was a good one. Woman <laughs> gets fucked by monkeys. <laughs> Back to monkey fucking. My friend had a, a pub quiz called Blue or False, and it was just... Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's it's good. really good. Yeah. Just really lists really of things good. that he'd made up. Can uh, you give us one? Was that one of the times? Oh, hello. 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 I think that's as good a moment as any to end <laughs> okay. today's show. And it is a show. Um, so, William, thank you very much for coming in. It's an absolute pleasure. Sarah, as always, thank you. Do Thanks, come John. back. Please have and, me. Um, have me back. No, thank you. Bye bye. Bye.
GreatBigOwl.com.